0: Hi. Like picture,
1: she up by the hand. my <laughs> Chevy <chair>. Man, <All right. laughs> Rude. Right in the middle of my intro. Alright, so yeah, uh, we're going la- hold on, I gotta eat the dog again. Uh we're in the band chant It's me, it's me. A late night ju- uh, chat with. Uh Sorry, I got the gate open and Dingus wants to go find the van. The door's not open in the van, so that's an agreement. I'm leaving. So, uh, yeah, late night van chat. We're doing it live. Um, I'm about to go remote out into the actual van. Uh, but uh, we got Z, or we, we got Z. is out there, but he ain't joining us. We had No joining us, and we got uh, Bob joining us. And I sent the link out to Flath if you. There should be a link out there for you in the PM. Same with Smeggy. Uh, anybody else who wants a link, uh, let us know. But I'm about to leave the computer here.
2: Smeggy said it'll be about 15 minutes.
1: Okay. Ain't got time for that, so we just started up. Okay.
3: Good one. I do if it's actually a Chevy guy, but I think, well, he just bought a Dodge, so now he's gone over to the inside. Little sign of light.
1: <laughs> There's that working out. This right. is wood that I'm going to put all the electronics on. Yeah. Okay. How many
3: watts
1: is that, Jew? That one that I already have? Mm-hmm. Did it say three hundred? It's not very big, it's just some little one of the site
4: at a dollar.
1: Like
3: Eight hundred should run yeah. yeah, your laptop and a fan or something.
1: It's nothing fancy. It's got two things. Yeah. that That'll uh, run. That'll run your laptop.
3: What? That'll run your laptop and a fan maybe.
1: Yeah. I don't need a fan plugged into this. What are you talking about? I'm gonna bring a 120 volt fan. So, uh, this thing is piece of wood. You have to keep this in mind. But this is what I'm planning on kind of mounting everything on isolated Better still be in there. Still in here
5: sure
1: let let's get him at it. Get up there. Go away. Good. Alright, so I got this rack back here, and then behind all this shit, that's where I'm going to put it.
3: What's that? Yeah, what kind of battery box? You're going to put it in a, like a battery box like you'd have for a boat, right? Yeah, I just went to the auto parts store for $11 they had them. Yeah, good idea.
1: Yeah,
3: kind of cool. think it isolates everything so the battery is like safe other than being a heavy object. You want to make sure it's strapped down so you know you have an accident it doesn't
1: become a projectile. That's a pretty really good idea. Yeah. Duct tape it. Oh yeah, duct tape will work. It works perfect. Oh yeah. So I took that thing and put an eye bolt into that side and then an eye bolt over there and then I've got that thing kinda of going around it. Yep. No no it's not perfect. But I'm thinking of taking one of the going to the dollar store and getting one of them little foam, foamy tubes they use for something, in a pool maybe. Yep. Yep. Cram that behind the wall of the van in this thing. Keep it away yep. from the wall of the van good idea um, So I originally have it grounded on that side. I don't know if you can see the wire there. It's grounded to the eye eyelid I put in there. But yeah, I sure. think I'm going to run my wires all the way up front. Way.
2: You have it. You have it grounded to the body. Hey yo. Yeah. Hey what's up guys? You, you're going to want you're going to want a better ground than that. You're going to want a chassis ground.
3: I'm going to run it up to the front. I would I, you don't even have to do that, just ground it to your frame. Grind off, make sure you've got a nice clean place your frame.
1: Yeah, that piece of shit Huh? no they say to run it back up to the front so that you get a good uh back. And and you, right. So you can you can run it
2: back up to the front or you can run the negative just like right down to the frame as long as it's a frame ground. You just don't want to ground it on the body. Or yeah, you can run it Back up to the front where the other negative ground is, either right. or. Yeah.
1: Do you get your isolator? No, I didn't buy an isolator. I'm gonna buy something called a KVM, I think, where it's it's like uh when it's got voltage run to it, it it uh, lets them go to both and it's so it's an isolator, it's a smart insulator. Okay. It's like 69 bucks. Uh, they seem to say that that's the best way to go, so enough to fiddle. You basically, uh, and I'll go back in on the computer, and uh, it's basically an isolator. It's just that it's got, uh, when there's a current going through it, it'll let go and fill both. And then whenever the current drops to 12.5, it'll kick on and isolate them so right. that your starter stays starter. And then uh, that way, if you've got solar panels pumping into your, your supply battery, then whenever it reaches 12.5, it starts to fill both again. So
3: that's, project, yeah, that's well worth the money. Go for
1: it. And they're sixty-nine bucks for hundred and twenty amp, so I figure that should be enough. Can you send me a link to what it is you're buying? Yeah, I'm gonna put them on. I've got them on Amazon. It's something like KVM, they call it, or KVT, or something like that. I,
5: I can't see it in the side chat because I'm on my phone. But if you could send me on the private message you sent me earlier, I would
1: like to check it out. Yeah, I'm running my car right now, in the van right now. But we'll never get back. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Whenever. I don't know. So this is where I have it. I don't know if you can tell here. So this is the back of the van, and then I'm sitting on one of the uh, wheel wells. So this is the other wheel well, and the way that they put in these cabinets when I got it, uh, there's this gap back here. So I am just I just have it sitting on a piece of wood that's sitting on top of the wheel well to give it a little bit of cushion, and then I just bolted it in there. Okay.
5: Yeah, believe it or not, the company that I'm going to be working for here or I am working for Deals with like a lot of uh, handicap accessible type things, so they
1: deal with a lot of electronics and stuff like that. So I went with this eighty dollar regular deep cycle. So uh,
2: cool. Got
1: the numbers on there: five fifty, six something, six
3: ninety. Starting forty. What the, adequate for what you want to do with it to start, anyway. Especially, you're only got a 350 watt inverter, so that's you know not gonna pull that much power from it.
1: Well, that's not all I'm doing, but yeah. So uh, that's where I'm planning on putting it. Anybody see any physical reason not to put it back here? Having it on the wheel well, a bad idea. Is that too much vibration for
6: a wet battery? Certain death. Is that an option here? Because I'm going. I'm voting for a certain death as a possibility. <laughs> no, the
3: only, the only. No, there's.
2: There's no issue with it being there. The only thing I would suggest to you is um, run a strap or a loop across the top so no forward motion causes it to pop out. I just busted this little cheap ass thing cause it was only 11 bucks, but they
1: say to get one because it's acid proof. So yeah, you, yeah, just you definitely want to.
6: He's, he's correct
1: on that 100%. 100%. Strap that's supposed to wrap around it. I'll add yeah. that to it so that the top is strapped on. Yeah, yeah you I actually need to get into it. Or... I, I bought two of those and I had my car
5: hauler and put them inside there to put my two deep cycle batteries in there for my winch. Yeah, no,
3: they're.
1: Room That's in what there. What I like, so, do I need to worry about it shifting back and forth or if I pad it, is that a bad idea?
2: No, padding it's fine. Um, the the only downside of padding it is it's a lead acid battery, it's gonna sweat some. There's gonna be vapor around it. So just make sure it's well ventilated and, and just keep your eye on it. Um, most definitely it's worthwhile to after you get everything connected to dress the terminals with with um, battery with terminal protectant to keep it yeah, from being non corrosive. Yeah.
1: And like paint stuff, you made, yeah. Like just like an oil stone or another.
2: It's like a little tiny can of spray paint with protector in it, but it's yep. electrically conductive. Yep.
3: Yeah, it's paste. Or you can get it as a
2: paste. But especially for the use that you're gonna have it in, the um the constant switching on, switching off, charging and discharging. Um it's it's gonna cycle more than the actual battery in the car will. So that's what Generally speaking, increases your corrosion. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: mine are
3: hooked up, though, it's completely different than that, and and it's fine. So you're doing so it way better. And make sure it doesn't get too warm you, because you're laying, too warm.
1: laying on your fucking carpet on okay. your camper. So I'm pretty sure they're better than just laying on my carpet.
3: They're not strapped
1: to the couch. So. Uh, I've been reading up on people that move their their batteries back here to start their cars, right? So they want zero or double-aught wires going all the way back here. Yep. So I sourced them online from someplace made in the USA, uh, zero AWGs. Mm-hmm. So it's going to cost me like, I'm thinking, 15 feet. and So they sell uh, 30 feet for 60 bucks, 2 bucks a foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to bring it both ground and power up front now after reading all that. Because at first I was going to ground it back here, but it makes sense if you're going to have to run power, why not get it right to the alternator, right? Instead right. of having to run through the whole frame of the fucking car. Now, wait here this is like do they have?
2: Here. Do they have? Does the cable have ends on it already? Well, no,
1: that's the other problem. So I can buy a thing of ten ends for thirteen bucks. Right. But then I got to buy a seventeen-dollar little press jig that you. That's correct.
6: You gotta have the crimper. The
1: crimper. So I'm thinking. All that brings it up to almost two hundred bucks to put this thing on, but that's the deluxe alter or whatever you call that switch thing, which kind of smart. Man, I think you'll
6: be happiest with that, with the full gauged, the good connectors. You know, I mean, yeah. I and then I'll have the pieces of it and the
1: connectors and the little tools, so I can rig whatever I need to get the stuff looking sweet up front.
6: The funny thing is, you're gonna find all after you get those crimpers, you're gonna find all sorts of other shit that you never knew why you didn't crimp more shit. Yeah, I don't
2: mind
6: that tool. It can I'm go sorry. From
2: <laughs> That's the way up. mine
6: worked.
2: It goes when you put like the thousand watt subwoofer in, it'll come in handy. Okay, I'm so just thinking
6: how much I used to use pliers on everything, man, to, to try and crimp down. The crimper makes a world of difference. So, I don't know if you can
1: tell, but there's like the bow of the van there. So there's all this room back here. So I'm planning on putting that piece of wood that I showed you earlier on these braces right here. So it's going to span to this other brace and it'll take in that corner so you see how the piece of wire is sticking out so i plan on just having the electric stuff up here so the inverter just sitting there not enough room to put it behind there but maybe the usb plugs and i'm going to have a voltmeter and an amp meter up here so i can keep track of the battery real easy and then probably some switches so i can turn shit off like the uh inverter will take amps right if it's not on so i'll just switch it off with a switch and then uh Anyway, have this be my like place because on my laptop will be sitting here. It'll have its power and the uh, control, panel.
3: Uh, yeah, control panel.
6: Yeah. Control panel. Yeah. Man, um, I almost water. wish you had starboard to be able to use as opposed to wood, but I mean, that's uh, usually expensive unless you find it like at a reclamation <laughs> or, uh, habitat
1: for humanity or something. Yeah, that plywood is just a piece of plywood they had on here, so I'm just reusing it. Just oh, it.
6: and that's that's. The right price then, because that starboard—it's yeah. like it's almost like think about plastic cutting board material, but it comes in piece, pieces that so you would never, you would never ground out on anything. It would be like almost literally physically impossible for you to do so. And that you. stuff, that stuff screws in nice and everything. But you also Weeds. have you have what you have already. So I mean, and hey, this is a good
1: question. Permanent as much as like a couple of months worth of use to kind of prove theory. But. Good question, too, for everybody. Who, who in here is from Canada again? Me.
5: Bob and Flath.
4: And me. Wow.
5: Yeah. So do you guys, I don't know what parts of Canada, I'm not real familiar with Canada, but I just got back from there, actually. Like, last week I was up there. Um, do you, any of you know where Ear Falls is?
3: Ear Falls? E- right ear around falls. your ass? Erie you Falls? Ear,
5: ear as in, like, you can hear with, like, ear falls. Never heard of it, no. What,
3: prov- like what, province? what province? Ontario. Oh, yeah, no, I don't go to Ontario unless I can... And, That's and far away from me. Yeah, it's way out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, they have a lot of good country out there.
2: And yeah, to- why, we're, oh, the God. Canada God. Board of Tourism yeah. chat can happen later. I mean, oh, we interrupt this up. regularly scheduled broadcast for what?
3: Yeah.
5: So, chat.
1: Sorry.
3: Chat here. Hey,
5: sorry. Uh, I just had to ask. I was curious.
2: <laughs> yeah. Let's get no. back to our regular let's get the
5: back to program. I'm sorry. It, well, so it's I got the van So rope,
1: rope LEDs off of the Amazon, the 30 bucks. So they're uh, 30 feet or something, so I'm thinking that'll loop around here just fine. I'll hit yeah, it turn on yeah. here so its power switch can be over here. I got this... <clears throat> Van eleven bucks. It's not exactly what I wanted, but it'll start. You know, it's good for a start. What's the total dollar amount? What? What's your
5: total dollar figure at right now? When your investment in the van and all your electronics?
1: I was at a thousand eighty six, which is kind of cool because it's a nineteen eighty six. But since then, I'm going to include that two hundred fifty fucking dollar ticket I got, and then (laughs) I just this is including the cost of the van. Yeah, it only cost five hundred dollars, six hundred and ten. Shit, dude, that's a now that battery cost me eighty bucks and then eleven, so I'm not talking too much. I'm probably about twenty five hundred at this point. What happened with your Crown Vic? It's sitting up there. You just can't see it from here. It's I
5: doing know.
1: Okay. You got it fixed though, since the
5: axle
1: what... Yeah, I got that fixed, but now there's some kind of noise in the back, which is one of the reasons I'm glad to have this one. But with that dog up there, it's easier to to deal with this thing, and I can have my little office here. Cool. So what I'm planning on is cutting out so that door is, you know, where there would be the window there, that's nothing but metal. So or it's just that one piece of metal. I'm going to cut out some holes in there, put a, just some sort of, I'm going to go like Habitat for Humanity and just get some kind of a metal grate and cock it up on the outside. And then uh, have that as my ventilation on the inside. Uh, and then put this fan here in that corner for now and see how that works, if that's enough to just draw it. And if it doesn't, then I'll do what Bob keeps wanting me to do, put some kind of fan on the damn door. But that seems expensive, so I'm not going to do that right off. But I figure then I can run that wire pretty easily over to here and, again, have that fan over here where it's convenient and have it blow in kind of from that vent this way, have one of the front windows down, and I think that'll work for...
5: Are you planning on sleeping in your van?
1: Yeah, right here. Got it. So I got my shit up here. I'll probably put an inflatable mattress in. Um, I had actually the same piece of wood that I cut out for this now, which was the piece of wood that they kind of clammed this all up with uh, underneath here. But I'm going to put a beggar, I'm going to cut a real piece of wood out so that I'm not kneeling on this stuff. You know, these things are kind of annoying to kneel on. But right. uh, yeah, just a piece of wood. I've got a couple of these free blankets. I'll probably so get more you of start your here. trip too or no? Aren't you doing
5: a trip across the U.S.?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to be heading out. I don't know Smeggy's so not jumping in here or is he in here? Is I'll be heading out to head over by Snaggy here in California as like a 1,000 mile test run at the end of this month or the beginning of next month. And then I come back. it will take me like a week to go through San Diego and LA and then uh, come back here. And that'll give me about two weeks before I head out again. And then I'll leave here like August 31st and head up your way. Uh, right. I'll be there right, you know, a couple of weeks after, or a week or so after that. I'm going to hit a gun show in Las Vegas, New New Mexico, where Red Dawn was filmed. So how fucking cool is that? So I'm going to go to the gun show there, then head over over to Tulsa and uh, head up to you guys, see the the NRA Museum in Salt Lake in St. Louis, and then uh, head east from there, and then eventually down to Florida for the Gun Race Policy Conference.
5: Speaking of California, I'm working on my California rifle build, 50 states, Vera 15 Um. Getting pretty close on all the parts for it, so and also,
1: also got a way to work together with it because I'll definitely be driving around if I can. If you have assistance, let me know. If you can yeah,
5: out. you might be able to be. That's we'll have to talk about that later on because I I'd like to see if I can get some video or something maybe from a few places possibly.
1: So
2: I don't know uh, what else to do a- out here. G on, on that inverter you're going to want to bin that whole cigarette lighter <coughs> deal. What's that? The inverter. What about it? Don't use that cigarette lighter plug thing.
1: Oh yeah. no, that's putting all this shit up here. So I'm gonna okay. basically be coming off of the bit ba- I'm gonna have the battery going up front with the two O's or double O's, uh, 60 bucks worth of wire and then uh, I'm gonna run it from the battery then up to here on what it, what do you call like them junction boxes. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to try to put all that stuff behind there, depending on, anyway, you know, how I can do it. But I know the inverter will have to stick out here. There's just not enough room here. I've got a couple of USB ports coming, uh, so I can go from that 12-volt into, uh, you know, 2-amp USBs, a whole bunch of them, to charge everything. I've got uh, car chargers for the the laptops, so I'll... Basically, hardwire them into those things so that they're running straight off as many amps as the battery can give them. Uh, the fan will run off of all that. The rope lights will run off of that. I might put another fan over here just to have some, you know, multiple fans. Uh, I'm going to see what kind of amps I'm at at that point and see how that battery's doing. Yeah. And then, of course, I'm going to have some gauges up there so you can track <laughs> out
0: what it's doing and what kind of light
2: I no. got left in
0: Sorry, sorry, G. Um, as far as the, the fans go, sorry, I missed the first little part. Can you do a, a quick summary of what you were thinking again? You're basically just going to cut a hole in the back door, have a fan near that that pulls it in, and it's just going to go out like a front window that's open? Is that the plan? I think so.
1: Bob wants me to cut it all in the roof. I really don't want to do anything like that. So I'm thinking if I sacrifice this door and it sucks, then I'll just get another door.
0: Yeah. Well, when you when you cut through it, are you gonna try and make like little louvers? You know how it like it sticks out so the rain doesn't get down in it.
5: You know that they make like like for RVs and stuff for like uh, trailers. Like I used to have my car hauler. They make the roof vents that are not that expensive. I think the replacement cover oh. was like thirteen bucks. I think the whole thing wasn't even that
3: much, like under fifty bucks. They're powered. You can get them with a fan that will uh-huh. actually.
1: That's much, true. They're not cool. I just don't want them to make the van look like an RV. Well, I want it, it to really. look like on the outside it like to work. That,
5: that noticeable really. Especially huh. you got a roof rack. I mean, it's, it's going to be more funny. noticeable when you get stuff on that back door that? than you do on the roof. What's that? It's going to be more noticeable to people that you made modifications to it if it's on the back door versus the roof.
1: No, I hear you.
3: Yeah. But I mean the 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 roof or the door uh, modifications. You know how a construction van will have vents on the back doors because they've got generators and stuff. You know, in the back corners in the vent or the
1: van. Um, yeah, it was a big of piece kind of I equipment thought. or a welder or something. They'd have the louvers. So I was thinking of just getting a set of louvers, like uh, anything, just a piece of white louver, and yeah. bolting it on the back. And then I'm just going to cut a big ass hole.
5: Oh, I got you. So it would
1: just look like maybe I have a big, I don't know, machine in here. Like if I was a carpet cleaner, I might have a big machine that needed some ventilation or something.
5: I understand. Um, Yeah. And then I I
1: was thinking I could get one of them yellow hazard like electric stickers and just stick it on the back door underneath of it, and then everybody would just ignore it completely. (laughs) Nice.
3: Well, and they're going to ignore the noise of the fan and stuff, you know. Well,
1: I don't know. So that's another thing is I'm going to just – I think I'm going to go with the dollar store – sealant, because it is, I mean, I, I have like a radio on in here, just barely going like what we're saying in here. You can hear this like everywhere, so I need to do something to seal it up a little bit. Well, uh, uh, tapestries on all the... <coughs>
3: yeah, well, that's
1: what you get those free blankets for, right? Yeah, yeah. these things are a score. Definitely want to go to Yuhong and ask them for...
6: So time. now it's, uh, never mind, that would be a poor taste joke that I was about to make.
3: Uh, no, it's, yeah, never mind, Z. I know what your poor taste jokes sound like.
6: Pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's I the yeah, Amazon links from the computer. Alright, come
1: on,
0: let's go. Alright, come on, let's go. Did, did you ever get the little ramp built for him? No. <laughs> Come on, man. It's a long piece of wood. It's not that hard to make.
3: Yeah. Well, for some people, it depends how old you are. I found something really interesting. When dogs are scared in thunderstorms, if they have any tendency to drool at all, They'll do a lot more.
1: So this thing's all good to go. I'm just going to take these off and hardwire it in. Have that little oh. good thing on the back, maybe. Have a couple of gauges sticking out, USB ports, and then just a bunch of switches for fans and whatnot.
3: Well, you know, some of the coolest things I've ever seen is people build computers, and instead of building them in a case, they'll build them on a piece of plywood and then just mount that to the wall or their computer room, right? Because you don't really need the case other than to make it, you know, that way. There's no reason not to just hold your drives and your uh, your RAM and everything else. You can just throw it to a piece of plywood and have the jumper wires. You know, it, would, and it, it, anyway. it
0: definitely helps with heat. Because oh. I mean, a computer box just keeps heat in. That's, That's why you have people cut big ass fans in them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. And I know people who have built these things, and man, they they run good, and it's kind of neat. I like I like to look at a computer like that because most desktops, I mean, they're in one room, so why not just mount them on a piece of plywood and you know prop that up against the wall or you know hanging on a wall or something.
1: Then you can see all the parts working. All right. So now we can go back to vans. Right. On a piece of plywood.
3: Well no, that's what I was kinda saying is what you should do is like you should make your whole electrical system just there on that piece of plywood so you can see where everything is, what everything does. And it's it's kind of a neat look, actually.
0: Especially if you have a whole yeah. row of switches. Because yeah. then it's
6: like it'll the just look center. like the original, it'll look like the original
1: NASA, gee. Well, well, It's not my preference, but uh, there's not enough room really to sync everything. And I'm not even sure the USB things, which are kind of like, they're actually cigarette lighters, but they give you the little USB cigarette lighter adapter thing right away. So you're basically putting cigarette lighters in the wall. Um, I don't know if there's even enough room. I don't know if you can tell from the video, but there's that rib or whatever. You know, it's just supposed to be the windows of the van normally, so there's not that much depth there. So it'll probably have to be all exposed. But like I say, this isn't supposed to be... The done project, you know, camping van. It's just to be able to get something permanently on the wall so that it's basically accessible if something breaks or I have to blow a fuse because there's a bunch of fusible links and shit that are going to be on there. Yeah. I'd rather just have them there accessible than hiding them, you know, for some discreet purpose in that van. There's no reason to be discreet in there. So, uh, that's permanent. I want to have fuses on everything so I not have to worry about it. And then, uh, don't know what I might expand into, right? Like you say, if I might decide, oh shit, I need a bigger inverter or something, then uh, uh, you know, just have it where I can have that, that hub or whatever it's called with all the screws on it to be able to uh, just jack right into everything.
3: Yep. it makes perfect sense, though. So I'm
1: halfway thinking of bringing my little trip, my battery charger because I don't know if you could see there's the I took that piece of plywood. I didn't want to have it sitting right on the the wheel well because it's just literally a piece of metal I just figured it would wear away the plastic faster so I put it on a piece of wood, I don't know if that's really going to do anything, but um, somewhere or another I have like a big piece of foam that came out of something and I planned on putting that under there when I find it but I figured the wood would be a better platform for that. Anyway having that wood under there with the battery so heavy it makes that into a shelf and I can kind of utilize that. So I'm thinking now since that little strap is there anyway or maybe with a bungee cord, uh, just put my battery charger there and just basically have a cord hanging out the back of the van so if I uh, pull up someplace I just take an extension cord and plug in and have that as an option for charging as well
3: oh yeah why not
0: yeah I I agree that's a that's a good idea
1: so then I got my I think I got it done so I'm not gonna worry about solar obviously and uh, well Basically, that's just gonna. I have to figure out. I'm gonna figure out. Most of that stuff's probably cheaper on Amazon, but I'm gonna see if I can't get the wire in town somewhere.
3: The thing is, I I I just don't understand why you're you're so unwilling to put a solar panel on on the roof. Even if you put it up over the cab at the front, where it's never gonna get covered by anything, it wouldn't really be noticeable. You want to put a light bar anyway.
1: This thing would just kind of be behind. one, One one day, sure. But when I'm driving around in that van. It's gonna cost me sixty dollars to put the wires in there that are adequate. And it cost me sixty nine dollars. I was gonna go to Amazon here and show you. Uh, sixty-nine dollars to buy the gizmo. So uh um is showing that screen now?
3: Yeah.
1: Um
3: I, I don't know, I just I like, a
1: solar panel would cost a shit ton and I'd have to put it on top of my damn van and then
3: it doesn't cost a shit ton though. You can get solar panels dirt cheap. And you really, I mean, you, you it, it's better to have a, a charge controller, but it's not mm, absolutely necessary if you're going to pay attention to them. You know?
1: Yeah, whatever. So, putting a fucking solar panel on top of the van is going to be <laughs> nice one day. But putting it on top of the van in the next couple weeks before I go out to California is. Well, okay. Something I'm interested if that's in. what we're talking about. That's fine. It's not necessary. I do need to have a battery in there. I agree with you that far. So I need to have a battery so I can run the laptops. And uh, oh, that's the other thing. I Did I mention I got uh, char- car chargers for the laptops coming? So I'm, instead of having to step down, you know, up to 120 and then back down from 120, just be become straight out of the laptops into that 12 uh, volt system. So um, I think you I need can...
3: more Yeah, no, that's definitely more efficient. I do that.
1: I do that. Uh, anyway, so I need. I know I need a battery for that stuff. So my. Dilemma is how do you charge that battery? I could literally just leave the battery where I'm at now, uh, and then run it to my panel and do all my switches and stuff for almost no cost, and then uh, just leave the battery charger in there. But I figure that's just completely relying on me sitting still with access to a electric socket once in a while, and then uh, potentially, you know, get in trouble for sucking off of a, a you know, light socket somewhere. So. Uh, and then I don't know how long it takes to charge a, a big deep cycle battery. I'm sure it takes different than just charging up my car to you know, to, ch- to jump start it. Yeah.
2: And then the other thing too is if you if you do it the proper way, you know if you do have problems with one of your battery, like the battery that starting in a van, you don't have to worry about it because you got another battery there ready to go.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I already have the battery, but I mean, I'm just saying, how do I get that battery charged all the time? I guess you're saying if I just let it go and trickle charge it once in a while that I basically got a half ass battery I'm dragging around? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So basically then I can either go solar or I go to up to the front. I know I'm going to need to go up front because why not? It's, it's good. I'm already driving the damn van. I got an alternator, and it's $60 literally of wire. Well, $60 plus 17 plus 13, so whatever that comes up. to almost $100 bucks, um, worth the wire. Where the solar panels are going to cost me at least 100 for a 50-watt solar panel, or is it 100 for a 100-watt right now? Either way. I go $100 worth of solar panel, and then I'm talking about all the effing connections, and then hooking it up to the top there, and then a similar to the controller, and then I've got where I'm at. That's where I would be. And then I would have to just basically install it solar panel. So I'm thinking it's easier to just go with the wires right now.
2: Right, and then and then like I said, if you do the whole solar panel thing, that battery that you have there, you know, is pretty much standalone. So if the battery in the van goes dead, you're still gonna need like jumper cables or, or something to jump from the battery in the back to the battery in the front. So putting putting the cables in is a no brainer. I mean that's before you even think about solar, you wire that second battery in to properly to the van's electrical system.
1: And then the way I've got it set up here is when I Add solar to it if I do. Then I just put the solar controller on that piece of wood. I install the solar panel, and with the system I've got that I'm installing right now, as the solar panel trickles the rear one up, as soon as that one gets to 12.5, it trickles both of them until they're both full.
0: Yeah, true, true.
1: So anyway, that's why I went with what I've gotten with. So, um, have,
0: have you gotten? Have, have you got the battery yet?
1: Or the you still need to get that? I just went to the store already because I figured i got to get started. I bought the damn lights, and I have the fan, so I'm like, i got to get going here. But then as soon as I started actually figuring out what to do next, I decided to wait for the damn wires now. Plus, I need that little bar thing, whatever that thing's called. I thought I had, like, three of them I find them
3: thought about just going to the dollar store and looking at their booster cables, like looking at their heavy-duty booster cables and seeing if how, what the gauge on those wires is, because I know I've used booster cables as, as you know, because you can buy booster cables cheap, um, you know, at box stores and stuff like that, so, and they're usually a fairly heavy gauge wire, so if you... I like buy, it.
1: But they're, they're six or whatever feet long, and they're not a dollar. They're like three or four or seven or whatever. But uh, now they're Chinese with that Chinese rubber on them. They're not AWG. And since they're going to be coming up out of my battery, and alternator, through my firewall underneath of me, and then yeah. back where I'm sleeping to charge my battery, I figure I'm going to go with the $60 worth of US Yeah, well, that's probably
3: not a bad idea. But I'm just saying, if you want to stay cheap,
1: If I wanted to go a little bit cheaper, I suppose I could move it closer and put the battery closer to the, the driver's seat, and then it would take a lot less copper. But I kind of like where it's at, way back there, so it's kind of out of the way.
3: Yeah. Well, no, it's 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 more where yeah.
1: And then you- uh, I still plan to get rid of that battery, give it to some Canadian. when He comes down here whenever I can afford to put in the two hundred dollar two hundred something dollar AGP. To replace it but uh either way they're the same footprint so if I can ever get to that point I'll just replace it with a
0: better battery yeah. when you you get to the point remember talk to my buddy
1: yeah well, he's up by you yeah yeah because I was uh basically my one friend was uh, went and bought a wheelchair battery or something you know it was electric scooters and uh, got it offline. He's like, oh, I bought it offline, but I could have just got it at Walmart. So I went over to, to uh, the auto parts store on my way to Walmart, and they had them there for $30 or $40, too. And I was like, oh, crap, I'll just get one of these. And as soon as I was thinking about it, I'm like, I'm going to pay $40 for this little tiny one. It's almost the size of what you stick in a exit sign. Uh, and I could pay $80 for their top-of-the-line deep cycle wet battery. And the only thing they have better is the at least at the auto parts store, is the um, AGPs. So I figured I might have saved a couple of bucks going to Walmart, but I didn't feel like driving all the way around. So I just got that one for 80 so you could get started already.
2: Um, if the van had originally had dual batteries as an option from the factory, on the firewall there's going to be a um, contact block that may make your wiring a little bit easier. Oh, really? I yeah. took
1: pictures up in there, but I don't remember. You mean up in front of the battery, like towards the grill?
2: Yeah, like normally your alternator runs to positive battery. Well, if dual batteries was an option, they put a a, a contact block on the, on the um, firewall so that the second battery, oh, okay. both of the batteries go to the block and then one wire each goes okay. to ground and to the alternator.
1: Oh, let me ask you something. Since I got half-assed into this, I did take the the negative, the black side of the battery and bolted it to the wall of the van. Is that going to be an issue if the other side's not connected to nothing right now? That's nothing, right? No. So uh, this is that thing I bought. I guess Rick's gone. It's a VSR, a voltage-sensitive relay. So uh, I think I explained it before. Whenever there's... You, you hook your both batteries to it, and then it, the alternator comes to it, it goes to both batteries. Uh, it'll basically start off the main battery, always, and then once it's started, and that initial what voltage or whatever that goes for the starting part is done. Uh, it'll monitor the voltage, and it'll run off of both batteries, or it'll charge both batteries. And then, uh, I guess, just, I don't know, done nothing then. And then... Uh, Whenever you stop the vehicle, it'll just run whatever accessories you've got off of both batteries until it reaches that threshold of one of twelve point five, and then it'll isolate them. And basically, each battery will die on its own depending on what's turned on. But you leave the front battery alone, and then uh, whatever. So then that way, whenever there's a charge coming in to your spare battery, it'll charge both also. Right. So basically, this was sixty nine dollars. The thing I'm looking at that's just the isolator alone, which is what the re- the alternator comes into this it goes to both batteries it starts the one battery and charges the other well no it doesn't even do that it just uh, it, it just is in line you put the alternate wait is it the alternator goes to this and then this goes to two batteries or is this just the alternator goes in and then you connect both batteries to the other side the,
2: the alternator goes in and then you connect one to each battery and the the, the important the important part is when the second battery is isolated so that that doesn't drain your starting battery
1: so basically it's only smart enough to know that one of them is your starting side and one of them is your other side it,
2: is correct
0: if, okay. if that when you're
2: that when you're charging it charges both but when you're discharging like your computer equipment it only discharges the computer battery and it leaves the truck battery alone
1: so I figured that was what I needed, and this is the 200 which I think is what I need. It's, it's overkill maybe, but anyway, it's 43 dollars. I figure for what 20 something dollars more. I get the fancy one that's smart and the places that say that's the one to go. So that's right. it, cool. it,
0: If you think of the electricity like water, you know that basically that isolator is like a check valve. So the right. water only goes one direction. it can't come back the other way.
1: Exactly. And this is more like a float where it'll pour in and then there's a little bobber there that just a little bit smarter, I guess. Anyway, so that's why I went with that. These are those little USB things I'm getting, which are actually just cigarette lighters with the USB connect, you know thing in there. So they're kinda handy. So I'm gonna get enough of these to cram them in the front. So I've got I don't have any cigarette lighter right now. So this will give me a cigarette lighter and a USB up front. Um, I looked at a bunch of different gauges. This one was eleven bucks for both, so I'm gonna go with that even though it looks kinda dorky. But it's a true amp, so I can get you know you put this over the wire and I'll get a true amp and then uh, bolts right away, just so I can monitor that battery back there. Um, this is other crap. I guess I can look at my orders. And this is that light thing I bought. It's pretty cool. I saw somebody in uh, one of the van videos that on YouTube. Is that for the disco? Dude, it, it is. It. Back? Yeah, I should find a video of it. I'll bet you there's videos of it. Is there videos right here in Amazon?
6: Uh, sometimes under the reviews there are.
1: Because this would be the kind of thing they'd have video. Oh yeah, they would. Oh yeah. So one of these is the video. Oh, these are somebody put it inside, but you get same effect. One know these are just stupid pictures. But anyway, it's uh, super groovy. It can like dance around and go through every single color. You got that crazy. Um, Remote control so any of these buttons you push it and it goes that color and then uh, I guess you can program it to stuff and then this company sells stuff that you can plug in line here and it'll listen to your songs and pulse. pulse. Right? Nice. So it'll do that already so I can have it just kinda blow through like you would have in a store maybe so you could pump this through like a store display. Anyway it's super cool. and It's like 30 feet for $20 300 LEDs and I guess you can cut them anywhere you want um, Anyway, they're kind of neat. So I was playing with them in the house. I'm just going to get rid of that piece and go. I already have a figured. I have an old box of uh, you know, these things. So I found this plug here that I can jam in there. And again, I'll just hardwire this right into the 12 volt and not do that back and forth to 120. Um it's pretty decent. When you turn it on, it just you know it goes to whatever color you left it at. So even if I lose the remote, I'll just have a hardware switch for it, and it'll I can still toggle it.
6: Anyway, that would be perfect. That way you can have a nightlight on too if you wanted, if you were scared of the dark. or
1: Yeah, you can dim them and everything. The only other one I was contemplating was one of these ones that it's almost like a piece of dental floss. This is the old man medicine I give my dog. Anybody use that stuff?
6: Can what? you say it again?
1: This is his old man medicine. helps his hips. He likes it.
6: He gets all mad when I don't
1: give him. Then um, you should keep giving it to them, then. Cost <laughs> expensive, sixty five dollars. So uh, this is what I was thinking. Oh I hear you. I hear you. It's almost like a piece of fishing line, and then they just braid the LEDs onto it. So I figured that'd be kind of neat. It was only thirteen bucks, but uh, yeah, I splurged and went with the uh, multi disco kinds or whatever.
6: Well, and plus you probably be happier. You can adjust the brightness and dimness and stuff like that. Actually.
1: Well, you could with this, but it's a little gizmo right in line. It's just a little no-frills thing for 13 bucks, like, in line, so I'd have to... Like re- a dial or something, almost? Just, yeah, a little tiny button thingy, so I would have to, like, reach up and grab it. I figured I'd be lazy, so I'll have the, the remote. Um, let's see, so that's about it. That's where I'm at with the van. I've just been uh, playing with that electrics. We can go over and look at... One of the things I was thinking about doing was looking at the recent stuff I did uh, fill it up. Again, so we only got ten miles to the gallon this time, ten point eight. But this was driving up Mount Lemon, so I filled it up and I went up nine thousand feet from two thousand. So I went up seven thousand feet, uh, basically flooring it. it only went to about thirty-five miles an hour the whole way up there. But uh, oh, we
6: more. need to work on that a little bit. There's got to be something we can do to help that out. Because it's not even full. It's not even carrying a full load or anything like that.
1: That's true. Yeah, it seemed a little bit weird towards the top, but then. I wasn't going to push it. So I went all the way to the very top, and I mean, I wasn't going to complain too bad. Well, it depends
6: how steep the hill is. You know what? That's right, Bob. Actually, I wasn't even thinking right on that. Because, yeah, if it was too steep a grade, you ain't going to be able to race up it anyway. But I just thought he'd be able to get a little – and, you know, if there's switchbacks and stuff like that, I guess guess, uh, 35 might be. Well,
3: just even trying to pull a really steep. Great. i
4: mean like that van that's uh, what uh, efi or is it uh, carburetor it's
3: carburetor I right. Well, oh. yeah carburetors don't like altitude changes
4: yeah have you had a, a mechanic uh, look at your uh, carb on that or
1: uh? not just us well, I did have one guy kind of help me, show me where the screws are to tune it, and then show me the tool, but uh, I haven't played with it too much. So basically, I've got a, uh, I took pictures, I haven't posted them yet. I have to figure out, I just took pictures today of what the damn AC fan looks like, or AC hose looks like. So uh, it kind of goes from up here somewhere, and then back, I'm hoping, to somewhere where I can reach it when I open up the doghouse again. So uh, I'm kind of waiting, I'm going to buy that. Hose off of eBay uh, so that I can install it whenever I pull the doghouse off to check the spark plugs. But I'll be checking the spark plugs, cleaning them up, and then uh, giving that carb a bit of a tune. I've got another thing to throw into the fucking works. I forgot that this stupid thing gets its emission or it gets its its license plates on its birthday when it was built, not when I bought it. So when I bought it in whatever year, in March, I guess, no, April, May, I bought it. Um, I only have tags until September. So I'm thinking I'll go to the weekend at Smeggy's and then come back. And in that two week span, I'll tune it its ass up, get the E85 in there, and go pass emissions if I can. You know, like a month ahead of time, I hope. Or, you know, the month ahead. And then uh, get it replated before I head out. so
6: I forgot about that piece. Vanity plates? Huh? Vanity plates?
1: No, I'm afraid somebody's going to steal them, because everyone I want are cool, and they're available, so somebody's going to steal them. If
6: Man, just I'm telling you, free candy, dude, and ain't nobody stealing that fucking license plate. <laughs>
1: Jesus, Z.
6: <laughs> Sorry. Just saying. Because We were on here one night, we were looking at the uh, all the cool ones. Arizona can have a lot of cool vanity plates, but I hear you about them getting stolen, because you don't want to have to deal with none of that. While you're on the road going across the country. You want to be inconspicuous. Yeah. So I
1: kind of like just the nothing plate. I forget what it is even. It's just nothing. So that's that $250 ticket I got. Damn it.
3: Well, it's not really the van's fault, though, is it?
1: No, but it's all part of the journey. Uh, It was a chick cop, and my van is too damn awesome, so she couldn't keep her eyes off of it.
6: And then she's like, I got to stop that van and touch it. Who's driving that van? I need to check them out.
3: I'm thinking she maybe wanted to touch you, and you wouldn't let her. That's why you got the two hundred and fifty dollars ticket.
6: As opposed to getting let go with a warning. Yeah, you're just too virtuous to have. Mm You're a good man, Charlie Brown. So this is that wire I was looking at.
1: Two bucks a foot, um, red and black to bring it fifteen feet back to the back there. Sixty bucks, and then I guess fifteen bucks for them stupid things. Um, I'm getting a few of them because I figure I'll have a little bit extra so I can wire up whatever I might have to do up front there. And then, I guess, do I have the tool in here? I still have to go grab that stupid tool.
6: 17 bucks.
1: So there's a difference between them. I think this one costs two bucks more because it's Chrome.
6: Hmm. Wow. That's how long I've been out of the game. That's a crimping tool these days. Yeah. I was thinking about the what you're looking at right below there. That's, when you're talking crimping tools, I'm talking something like that. Yeah, yeah. $5, but you ain't going yeah, to need that. I'm just saying, I thought, across between the two that are there, how much are the orange handled ones? Well, these I have
1: out the ass, but this is for uh, terminals. This isn't the same thing. I already have
6: these all over the place for doing... These are like
1: rg 45
6: yeah, and the, those one aughts are pretty uh, thick. They they're gonna re- they would require almost something like that. Yeah, no, um,
2: plier-type you know, the plier type crimping it? tools for like zero or double gauge are huge and they're expensive. Yeah, the one, the one I have is like a, an anvil that you put the ends in and then you smack it with a hammer. Nice. Yeah,
3: the ones I have look like a pair of bolt cutters. You know, like twenty four inch bolt cutters for
6: cutting. Well, that's. That's almost what he's talking about there, though, isn't it? You hit the top of that, and that's what crimps it, the, one, the ones that are in the top row here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: It's like,
4: yeah, that's the... Uh... Man, them things I used to use for cutting uh, one-and-eighth uh, cable.
3: Yep. Well, this... are well, a lot better built when they're made for cutting cable than when they're made for just crimping.
4: Right. Or just just, a, just a trying of to of get that sleeve to uh, A chisel and a hammer.
6: Yeah, well, was. he's trying to do fine electrical work and not burn up the van, so if he spends a couple extra bucks on the right tool for the job, he might be happier in the long run on that.
3: Yeah, well, then you want to use solder and do it properly, but, you know, that's okay.
1: I don't know. This thing's <laughs> 17 bucks and it works with their dang things, and, uh, I don't know. I guess my other option is just to smash it. I could probably get a piece of metal and smash it like that, but... They
6: say uh, my opinion. My opinion for the seventeen bucks, it doesn't seem like uh, it does not seem like a waste of money because you can use it on a uh, different size cable. Yes, it doesn't necessarily have to be just the yeah, one lot,
1: the triple lot. So it can do big. It can. I don't know. In worst case, happens, I like sell it on eBay, right, for a couple of bucks.
2: You know it,
6: Doctor No. Were you going to have a, a opinion on that?
2: Well, yeah. D- 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 because of the the manner of the connection, like when you actually see the thing work, um, it splits it splits the ring, and embeds it in the cable. So it's more than just the contact area of the circumference of the cable. It's actually almost like a figure eight type of deal. Mm-hmm. So it makes it it makes it more secure and it gives you more surface area. Um, and then if you have like a little propane, you know, a handheld propane torch, hit it with a torch and hit it with some silver solder. And just you know that'll keep the that'll keep the ends in, um, because because of the distance and the load on the alternator, all those little differences in the connections they tend to add up. And plus two, you're using electronic devices, so you want to make sure that you have as good, clean uh, a connection as possible. That's Literally why a want,
6: mainland or or a mainline or whatever you know. You want all of right. those little
2: little bundles to be working together. The, the, that's why I like all the stupid little details like the um, the, um, what do you call it, the dielectric grease it, and the terminal right? protectors.
3: No, well just using, like, using, um, like, soldering paste, right, before
6: you solder. I mean, that that's just... Do you think he's going to need the uh, heat shrinks on those, or not Not such a big deal?
2: No, it's not such a big deal on the batteries, because they're, they're, you know, unless you're in some area where you you fear contact with other metal um it's really not necessary or yeah. the salt or the salt air yeah i yeah. had to do that to to
6: mine out here oh. just for but I, again i'm surrounded by salt water so
2: right so salt water you want to put dielectric grease on it you want you want to put heat shrink on top of that and yep as much as you can get, and you're still going to get corrosion anyway.
6: Oh yeah, it's it's a foregone conclusion, but I slowed it down greatly by
2: by doing that. Yeah, well, but, but like I said, because of the intended use, that second battery is going to be cycled a lot more than a regular car yep. battery will. So all that corrosion is going to happen faster. Yeah. but
6: he's also going to be able to look directly at that one. I mean, until he puts, I guess, something on the shelf in front of it. But like, he'll be able to monitor that corrosion buildup on that second battery, I mean, almost anytime he sat down to the, to his little desk there. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Not we're not, we're not we're talking like hours and days, but we're talking right. about over the course of time, you know, a yep. year or so you're going to want to check that stuff.
6: I'm just saying when mine's under the hood and I ain't looking under the hood very often, uh, I will I would not notice corrosion buildup as easily as, uh, if it was in a different part of the car like he's gonna
2: have a second one going there that's all I yeah, guess that was most people don't notice it until they turn the key and it goes click <laughs> you got that
6: right. <laughs> sometimes you get it when you get a couple of clicks and then you're like I better pay attention to what's going on around here Can you see that i do that's kind of cool yes. oh that's what they look like
1: yeah so that's the loophole. The donut on one side, and then the uh, pit crew on the other side.
6: Oh, that's cool, man! Pretty awesome, dude.
3: Very nice. Yeah, those ones are cool. Don't
1: think. Well, maybe I have them over here.
6: You know what I like the most on that thing, G? You know what I like the most on that thing? The sprinkles. It's right. It's next to the sprinkles. I like that data on that. <laughs> I don't know if that's working,
1: but that's the for uh, anybody that's watching. There's not many people watching, but if anybody's watching this after the fact, uh, we did get the sample pictures of the donuts, uh, oh. the, so they're on their way. Oh, those, those are sweet. Those look cool. Yeah, I think they're pretty neat. So still waiting on the art for the uh, pit crew ones, but. Uh, Basically, there you can see what it's going to kind of look like.
6: So, Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: All right, so I don't know what else we can do. I uh, basically just wanted to do an update on the van and uh, talk about that electrical plan. And, uh, I don't know, I guess... I you
6: got a solid line on what you're thinking.
1: You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I might add all that shit up, the uh, little clumper thing and having a couple extra of them and then the, the wire to get back there. Like I said, I'm trying to hope I can find this. I don't know if I'm going to find it any cheaper in town or anything, but... Uh, then I've got uh, just a you know a couple of USB ports, which isn't that much adding onto it, and I can't find the gauges any cheaper. So anyway, that brings it up to 200 bucks. But uh,
6: well, and you know, 60 of it is that wire. You know, so there's a chance that you might be able to find it potentially cheaper. I think it's gonna. I don't know, man. To be honest, made in the USA and everything like that. I don't. I don't know about that. But uh, what was the other thing that you had on there that was a couple of bucks? Well, all this stuff, because uh, you're gonna need that isolator too, I guess. That was gonna, I was gonna try and say that that is definitely a necessary thing for the plan you got going.
1: I don't think I'll find
6: this any cheaper in town, and this
1: stuff will all be here in like a few days, because this all, oh of, yeah, it's gonna be here. This stuff ain't gonna be here till like the day before, like just before I head out to see Smeggy. So that means I gotta wait and not do anything. So that's why I'm hoping to find it in town. I'm actually hoping I can find somebody in town that can maybe just put the ends on for me. Like help me run it, or you know, make me a length out of their shop or whatever. And uh, if they charge me less than, you know, sixty plus all this, because this oh, is oh wait right.
6: a minute, yeah, that's uh, what was it, oh, no thirty? That's off. 90, That's like ninety two bucks or ninety three bucks or whatever you're talking about between those, the uh, three items there. You right, might so be able to gets, get it cheaper, yeah, potentially. A stereo, shop.
3: a stereo shop, right? They're used to uh, run cables. They but have...
6: about stereo shops. They say that when I Again I was gonna say maybe a auto audio or excuse me a auto stereo installation place, maybe. I don't know. And they do they put their amps in the trunk.
4: They do... uh, what are you looking for?
6: Hold on, can I address it? So they well
1: go ahead. Now, we're talking about zero gauge wire. But there's a difference between zero gauge wires. So, so I'm trying to explain that when I started looking this stuff up, there's a difference between people that put their amps and speakers and shit in back and want zero gauge wire for the audio and then people that are putting their batteries back there to either start the car or run auxiliary shit back there like I'm doing. And you want American uh, AWG zero gauge as opposed to the other stuff that's used for the uh, audio, because all that stuff just basically gets necked down into a little four gauge thing at the end. They're just using it for the bandwidth, they're not using it for the heat. I need it in ten gauge so that it works with these connectors correctly and uh, has actual zero, you know, one gauge of copper in there.
6: I believe that's old. one aught, by the
1: way. But you got it. I mean, you know what you're talking about. Well, uh, it's, I'm just figuring it out today. Because, like I say, I was about to go do what Bob was doing. I was looking at jumper cables. I'm like, well, shit, I just need this much stuff. I'll just, you know, solder some jumper wire <laughs> cables together.
6: Well, man, I have seen somebody actually cut the ends off the jumper cables, literally solder on new... Uh, terminal lugs like you got right there and call it good. Now, they were trying to kind of bubba it and just get it on the cheap because they had like a, you know, they were at like a yard sale or something and they bought like a $5 pair of those old uh, or, you know, the thick ones, not the real th- skinny uh, jumper cables and literally just, you know, pulled it apart, cut the ends off and put on the right sized uh when you're talking
1: about jumper cables again you're talking about the size so that you can get those amps across but you're talking about jumping a car so very little time so the standards for that rubberized coating is not the
6: same oh I agree 100 percent that's why I was trying to say that dude did it on the cheap yeah. or, uh, I mean that insulator
1: will work but what will happen is if you've got the amp the uh, alternator pumping out you know, trying to charge a battery 15 it'll feet away. It'll get too hot at some point. It'll, and it'll melt there. It. Yeah, it'll melt, and then you got a massive arc, and everybody's saying that's the most dangerous thing you can do is have that thing arc somewhere uh, mm-hmm. randomly through the car. So, What, uh, about,
3: what about welding cables? Have you checked? Know, that's what he's car. got
1: going on, dude. welding cables? Look at the description. Temco oh. welding lead and
6: car battery cables. So that's
1: what I
3: use for booster
6: cables, so maybe I'm... Um, You're on the right track, G. That is. No, I'm telling
1: you, you go on Amazon and type in like car audio. It goes to a different section, and you buy zero gauge wire, odd gauge wire, but it's not the same shit. It's not full of copper or whatever. It's just that they need it for the bandwidth, so they get their audio, you know, their sine waves or whatever the fuck going through it. But they don't, they're not putting any heat through it like this.
6: Okay. I get it now. I mean, that's why it's 60 bucks. too. It's to also the
1: honest. insulation, yeah. The, the other stuff is maybe 20 bucks cheaper, so I was looking at it. But then, like I say, I, I found a pretty good site. I'll actually show you. It's a, kind of a corny site, but, you know, those are usually the best ones because it's just somebody who's showing their stuff. And it's uh, called Fridge and Solar, but he he nails it. He, he talks about everything in here and uh, talking about the wires he gets down to the uh, insulation. And, again, it's, you know, thinking about a, what do you call them? A uh, jumper cable. It's only designed to run high amps for a minute or two. I've been jumping the cop car lately because it keeps dying whenever I don't drive it. So I've jumped it a million times and I started using my little wimpy jumper cables for a while. And those get
2: piping hot,
1: man. They're like yep. touching a yep. poster oven. So uh, that's what I'm thinking is if you run those and lay them underneath the carpeting, underneath my feet, going, you know, underneath the pass the driver's seat for any length of time, those things are just going to dry rot and start shortening out.
6: And you have a metal skin to your van exposed all over the place, so the possibilities are endless to how that could arc anywhere along the line. So I like I like your I uh your call on the on the wires that you wanna use, the cable.
1: Yeah, well I'm actually gonna well, super cheap and this guy basically this article here or this page on this guy's website is what sold me to pay the extra sixty bucks. Or basically, just, he actually showed me about this thing too, and I, I didn't hear anything except good reviews of this concept. Uh, everybody, everybody else is like, you know, just put a switch in there. That's the cheapest way to do it.
6: I mean, they are those inline that you can get. Yes, but I, I, I like where your heads at. Definitely, I like the choices that you've made. Because uh, at one point, I was trying to look at making a, a solar-powered uh, electric kayak out here, and I looked into a lot of the same stuff that you got going on.
3: Hmm. No, 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 you, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was good. I, and, yeah, thinking about it now, yeah, I use, you know, booster cables that I've had for, well, since I was a kid, which my dad made out of welding cables, you know, well, like,
1: cables from his welder
3: that he had extra or something.
1: Yeah, so they started out being the best kind of. Yeah, so.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
1: because...
4: Still not quite understanding what kind of cables are using. Are you using a, a welder type, type uh, cable or.?
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying that there's a difference. Bob was talking about using audio cable. They make. Uh, they put. Yeah, a, uh, no, uh, no, the don't I don't know. You don't
3: Suggesting that on the cheap, right? Suggesting
1: that that might be
3: cheaper, but yeah, like.
4: I know. Yeah, no. Only isn't what you for want. For you one battery, that. but yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, what I use uh, for my uh, type of uh, work is, uh, what is it, minus 4 gauge. And we're pumping 24,000 volts to that. I
6: say that's even thicker. That's like going to be uh, at least four times as thick almost as uh, the gauge you're talking about when he's talking about doing a one knot.
4: Yeah. But if there was some way I can get, get into this cable,
6: I would. Oh, I see what you're saying. Shit, yeah, he'd, want, <laughs> he'd take fucking 30 feet of that, dude, no well, problem. What I was
1: also thinking is looking on the Craigslist because when I was searching for zero AWG, right, for American Wire Gauge, uh, I did find an old dead Craigslist uh, thing. So I was thinking, yeah, maybe somebody just has a bunch of this wire. But that's why I was thinking somebody in town might just be, uh, you know, just have this at their shop for doing whatever their business is. And I could just pay them sixty bucks to run me the two pieces of cable I need, exactly as long as I need with them.
6: And, and put those ends on it for you.
4: Have you looked at uh, cathodic cable? What's that? That's uh, the underground household cable that goes from uh, the power pole to uh, the house underground.
1: Is it flexible, or I mean, is it stranded, or is it solid?
4: Uh, it's fairly solid, but is uh, insulated.
1: I think I need it to be braided,
2: though. Hey, um, G? Yeah. Hey, slow have, down, man. I have a um, four black and four red gold-plated ring connectors and a crimping tool I can stick in a box and send to you.
1: What is that? For the ends of the wires?
2: Yeah, yeah so you would just need the wire. Hey, G,
6: right on that second row?
1: Uh-huh. It's here?
6: Yeah, that's your black and white. It's right there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, this is, like I think, just a generic picture saying somebody who's doing the kind of stuff that I'm looking for. I think yeah, that's, that's
6: what I'm trying to say, is that might be the shop you might want to look at going to to get that done, perhaps.
1: Yeah, but this is, it flipped over to Phoenix because it was not oh, done okay. by Brandon.
6: And plus, it's all those ends that you see right there. That's what Noah's pretty much talking about sending you, right? And and the crimpers? Yeah, for it. Shit. Shit. Yeah, but-
1: See this guy says, though, tired of calling every shop looking for the hard-to-find part. Just call us and...
6: There it is. Black, red, one There, Yeah. Dang it. Dang nabbit.
4: And also, if you do go with the welding cable, you don't need that special crimping tool because most uh, welding cable has a uh, special uh, brass fitting that all you need is a, a hammer to uh, press it on with.
1: Oh, I didn't look for fittings that are their own.
4: Yeah, no, if you, uh, um, i on my phone right now, but if you look at uh, Lincoln or uh, Miller uh, welding supplies, you should be able to find uh, all the special uh, fittings that you need for uh, the welding cable.
3: Why doesn't the government ever make anything easy?
6: <laughs> what government? My government. you' know, it make everything easy. It makes breathing easy. Make living free easy. Uh, think about how hard. It, think about how hard it is to do this in any other country, man.
4: It's now difficult for us to own friggin' twenty-five round magazines for our ten-twenty-two. So.
6: Hey, man, I didn't say you don't have to keep an eye on them and keep them honest. And say that.
3: What, what was that, Flath? Why, why is it difficult to get 25 round magazines?
6: As
4: of yesterday, uh, anything more than a 10 round uh, 10.22 magazine is prohibited.
3: You got to be kidding me! When the fuck? Wh- wh- I never heard a word about this.
6: Uh, oh, yeah. choking on an arinko. Uh, no, because
4: uh, Ruger has a 1022 uh, pistol that is only available in the U.S. that takes a banana clip 25 uh, round magazine, and now the RCMP says anything that is more than 10, ra- 10, 10 rounds in a Ruger 1022 is now prohibited.
6: Oh, in a Ruger 1022.
3: Okay. Oh, geez, so like my 110 round drum is now illegal?
6: You no longer own that, Bob. you It was Burp stolen. Yeah.
3: No, no. I mean, of course it was stolen. It was stolen years ago, along with all my DX-25s and uh, yeah. that, yeah. That,
4: that is now a prohibited
3: device, Bob. Oh, well.
4: Because it fits in that Ruger, I think it's a Predator or a Raptor uh, Ruger uh, pistol.
1: No,
3: I've seen these, rivers. they're challengers or something.
1: Or well, on that note, we're going to wrap up the van portion. Oh, yeah,
3: sorry about
1: that. Uh, Thanks a And uh, like I say, we'll uh, keep people updated. we we'll do these occasionally to uh, um, keep people up to date on what's going on. And uh, definitely cherish the our value of the input. It's, uh, it's uh, definitely making it easier than trying to figure all this stuff out. So... Uh, leave us comments in the video, or you can always write to me at uh, gunwebsites at gmail.com. See you guys. Thanks for joining. Yes. All right.
3: Oh, crap. i sorry, I didn't know you're doing like a Thanks topic. for having me. Sorry about that <laughs> at the end. My certain apologies.
0: Oh, no worries. okay. <laughs> Woke up and took me by the hand,
3: she's gonna love me in my Chevy van, and that's alright with me.